Welcome to the Legal Nurse Podcast, where you'll get tips to expand your legal nurse consulting skills. Every week, you'll hear from experts from within and outside the legal nurse consulting business. They'll share their knowledge to help you grow. Your show is moderated by Pat Iyer, a legal nurse consultant with over 30 years experience. So join our community, sit back, relax, and get ready to learn. Here's your host, Pat Iyer. Welcome to Legal Nurse Podcast. This is Pat Iyer, and today we're going to be talking about getting started and building a business as a legal nurse consultant. I have with me today Lorraine Doonan, who has her Bachelor's of Science in Nursing, her Master's. She's an LNCC nurse, which means she's legal nurse consultant certified. She's also certified professional in healthcare quality and also a certified senior advisor. So she's got three different certifications that she has earned. She's the president of LMD Legal Nurse Consultants, and she's also the executive director of Fidelity Elder Care Solutions. Lorraine has been a registered nurse for more than 20 years, and she's worked in many different settings and is currently working as or volunteering her time as the educational chairperson for the Connecticut chapter of the American Association of Legal Nurse Consultants. She was also the past president of the Connecticut chapter. She's a member of the American Association of Legal Nurse Consultants, the Aging Life Care Association, and the Society of Certified Senior Advisors. Lorraine graduated from Rutgers University College of Nursing, and she earned her master's degree from Rensselaer Polytech Institute in the School of Management. Welcome to the show, Lorraine. I'm so pleased that we could connect today. Thank you very much, Pat, for including me and affording me this opportunity to participate in today's podcast. I'm very much looking forward to it. You are most welcome. I know that our listeners may have a question in their mind before we talk about your legal nurse consultant background, which is what you do as a certified senior advisor. As a certified senior advisor, I work with individuals um, over usually over 65 years of age, and I primarily address issues they may be having with navigating sometimes confusing healthcare system. Um, I deal with seniors in different settings. It could be someone in their own home. It could be someone in the hospital. Um, it could be someone in an assisted living. And if they're having an issue within the healthcare system, I'm able to advise them or act as the liaison for them to navigate the system. I also work with elder law attorneys and on issues concerning the seniors. Excellent. Well, I appreciate that explanation. That sounds like an interesting role and certainly one that is needed because the healthcare system can be very confusing. It definitely can be. I understand that you've been involved in legal nurse consulting. How did you get started with case review? What I initially did was join the American Association of Legal Nurse Consultants 
And I also joined the Connecticut, Connecticut chapter of the American Association of Legal Nurse Consultants. I felt the need to be educated on the role prior to taking my first case. So I enrolled and purchased the online course offered by the American Association of Legal Nurse Consultants and was about halfway through the course when I was approached to do a case. It was a rather large case that ended up going to trial, but I will say it was very helpful to me to have some of the terminology, the rules involved in legal nurse consulting, consulting and the this mindset, because it is a different mindset um, as a legal nurse consultant than what you were used to as a clinically practicing registered nurse. I also got very involved in the Connecticut chapter and participated in activities that led to men mentoring opportunities for me as I was getting started, which I would recommend to any new legal nurse consultant to try to have um, individuals who are willing to mentor them. And what was that first case about? That was quite interesting. It was a case involving it was a case involving a home care agency where the woman smoked and was on oxygen and the the case I was on the plaintiff side, the case involved the suit involved looking at the home care agency and their responsibility to this woman to advise her regarding the dangers of smoking with oxygen. The woman basically her caught fire, her her pajamas, her her mattress caught fire and she did burn to death in the fire and she had a son, a disabled son who remained in the home with her would not leave her. He was severely injured in the fire. Mm. So the case, as I said, did go to trial. So it was very interesting to go from deposition, very, very long depositions. I had two eight-hour days of depositions for this case and also um, having to write the affidavit of merit and then having to go testify at trial. And what was the outcome of the trial? The agency was found not to be liable. The, the jury voted in favor of the home care agency. Hmm, interesting. And the, the one thing I'll add was it was my first experience seeing a nurse up on the stand because the nurse had been charged individually. Mm -hmm. And it was... a I'll be honest with you, it was a real eye-opener for me to see that. Hmm. So, And did they find the nurse liable? They did not. Wow. Wow, that is a, a fascinating case. So you, it sounds like you began your work as a legal nurse consultant as an expert witness. Is that what you continue to do now? I did, I did, that's correct, and I still continue to do that role. Primarily, that is what I do mm -hmm. on cases, is the expert witness role. And the cases that I I primarily do, you focus on adults. They're adult cases, including with a strong focus on the geriatric population in the skilled nursing facility, home care, 
hospice setting or assisted living setting. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I know that if you've been an expert witness, and it sounds like for several years, there have to be some qualities that you have developed that have contributed to your success in the field. And I know that you're successful because you're continuing to do it. I have worked with people who have tried out the expert role and have decided it was not for them. And clearly it is for you. So what is it about being an expert witness that you think is most important for your success? One thing that I know about myself and personal qualities, it, whatever I do, I have a situativeness. I like to see something through to to fruition. And I can say, and I'll say this to any new legal nurse consultant, you know, you have your ups and downs in this business, but you can't give up at the first you know, frustration point. It takes time to build a business. It takes time to learn how to be a legal nurse consultant and to learn the ins and outs of dealing with um, the legal system and dealing with attorneys. Um, I also feel I develop strong relationships with the attorneys I work with. They are always willing to teach me. I have had excellent teachers over the years in the attorneys I've worked with and continue to learn things from them. And I'm very receptive to the information. I work very collegially with them, and they in turn are willing to go out of their way to teach, and it's been great. Mm -hmm. it's, it's important to be able to focus on details in the cases and be able to look at a case with an eye for picking out what are the relevant facts. Not everything in a, in a case is relevant to the lawsuit. And you have to sort of garbage in, garbage out. You have to be able to, it's similar to the nursing skill of prioritizing your, your patient's needs and what to respond to. You have to do that in a case. You have to be able to say, not identify for the attorney what is relevant to to the case at hand because you are educating the attorneys you're working with. I've also always liked the education part of my profession and you are educating the attorneys that are looking to you for that and you have to be able to articulate. That's very important. You have to be able to articulate for the attorney what your both in writing and verbally, what your opinion is of the case so that they can understand it and then develop their strategy along those lines. The quality focus of my clinical practice has been a benefit to my legal nurse consulting practice. I possess a, a strong focus on quality and that has led me to have a comfort level with knowing um, the regulations in different states, um, the standard of practice for different areas of nursing, because that's been a focus of my clinical practice for years. So, and I would suggest that if someone is considering becoming a legal nurse consultant, they develop a comfort level with reviewing, you know, regulations, standards of practice, and knowing where to go 
for what is credible research to be used in a case. Very, very important. Before I continue, I have a story to share about a beautiful 18-year-old girl who was receiving pain medication through her patient-controlled analgesia pump. This vibrant young lady died 24 hours after her PCA pump was started. This is one of the most compelling patient safety stories that I've heard. I had an opportunity to interview her parents and Michael Wong, who is an attorney who started a patient safety organization for healthcare providers and patients. Michael and I became involved in presenting podcasts about opioid safety. I'd love for you to hear Amanda's story. This program is available at http colon forward slash forward slash lnc.tips forward slash pca. You get a 25% discount off the price by using the code LISTENED. That's http colon forward slash forward slash lnc.tips forward slash pca. Let's return to the show. Those are wonderful points, Lorraine. What struck me in listening to you is the importance of making sure that you realize that as a new legal nurse consultant or new expert witness, there will be cases that will go very well. There are depositions and trial testimony experiences that are smooth. They're well scripted. The cross-examination is mild. And then there are other days when the expert witness or a legal nurse consultant might be tempted to just throw in the towel because it's not going well, or there's an aggressive attorney, or the LNC or expert was not as prepared as she needed to be for the experience, or he needed to be, or some other factor that completely throws everything off. And you do have to take a long-range approach. I, I totally agree with that, and I think to be my experience has been it was hardest in the beginning because you're you're less secure in your role as a legal nurse consultant. After you've been in it a while, you've had some successes, it's easier to get through when a case isn't growing as smoothly as another case might go. I tend my my cases tend to be fairly large catastrophic cases. Um, and they have been very, when I say large, I mean complex. And I'll give you an example. I had a case last year, actually, that involved, a, it was a murder case. Uh, uh, home health data had murdered the client. And I was asked to provide an opinion as to liability on the, on the part of the home care agency ownership. And it was quite voluminous, the number of records. It was, I want to say, at least 10 legal-sized binders that every, every page of those binders had to be read and analyzed. And in opinion, it was very, very detailed. Um, now, that case went very smoothly in part, in part due, a large part due to the excellent working relationship I had with the attorney and his receptiveness to 
to the information presented to him. But it involved extensive, extensive research and documentation review. Now, that case went well. There could an, another case could be a totally different experience. And you have to take a look. I've gotten more comfortable over the years. I actually, in a deposition, not regarding that case, but another case at the same time. I think these depositions pretty much back-to-back -back a different case. I was actually treated very disrespectfully in the deposition and asked for an apology from the opposing attorney. It was very, He was very much out of line in the deposition, and I got the apology wow. from him. But in the beginning of my practice, I honestly would have questioned whether it was my my right as a legal nurse consultant to ask for, for that. So if you, it's sort of like, if you stay committed long enough, you get comfortable in the role. Mm -hmm. um, and you get secure in your role and you know, you know the level of respect, you know the value. There's great value on the expert witnesses part in the case, there is. And generally I'm treated with a great deal of respect. By both sides, there are, you know, rules in a deposition, and I'm usually it's it's been very rare to be treated with disrespect, but it does happen, and it can be very um, it can catch you off guard, so to speak. You have to be prepared for dealing with it to stop it. You deserve any everyone deserves to be treated with respect in interaction. I remember a defense attorney taking my deposition and saying to me in the very beginning, are you on any medications that affect your ability to remember things? And I said, <laughs> no. And then he asked me details of the cases I had testified on for the previous five years, and I couldn't remember everything. And he was sneering and carrying on. And I wanted to kick the attorney who was sitting next to me who just sat there and allowed it to happen. That was the beginning of a nine-hour deposition. It, oh, you're kidding. It was truly an ordeal. Well, I had a, de a deposition, and, and separate from the one I described where the attorney was disrespectful. I had another deposition where the opposing attorney was outrightly insulting. And... I took a bathroom break, took a deep breath, went back in, he started again, and I stopped the deposition. And I said, I'm telling you, I will end this deposition right now if your behavior doesn't change towards me. I will be questioned in a respectful manner, or we won't be continuing this. And he, he, he lightened up, I can't tell you, he, he became a perfect gentleman. Mm. But at least, I asserted myself mm -hmm. and said, and honestly, had his previous behavior continued, I would have been comfortable stopping that deposition. I like that plan. What are some of the major adversities you had to overcome to achieve your goals? I think one ad adversity was not um, fully understanding how to operate a small business when I first started. And that is something I would recommend to two new legal nurse consultants. Get educated on that, what's required for that. Um, 
uh, along with the education about being a legal nurse consultant, because there are two. In my case, I I made the decision to establish an LLC to establish my own company, mm-hmm. and it's an education process to learn how to run a small business. Um, I I feel it would be better. I had to catch up on that education, and I think in hindsight it would have been better to have that education first. The, the, an aspect of that is also understand it is a business. You have a value. In, in the beginning of my practice, I had experience with giving information to an attorney a report that he requested prior to receiving the retainer. And then the retainer and subsequent payments were delayed. And it was a voluminous case, a lot of work. And I had already given my work product away. So there was, you know, most attorneys, and I get repeat business, so I, I, I deal with people I trust. But you're not going to know that in the beginning. And it's, it's a terrible feeling when you, you feel as if you're taken advantage of for your, um, I'd say, being naive. And I was. I trusted um, the individual who I had negotiated with or had collaborated with in the law firm. And the intent was not to fulfill the agreement. Now, I had to take that case. It's one from the beginning of my career. That case had to... I had to take legal action to get paid. And I think now I I don't start a case unless I know the payments come up front. And, you know, the retainers come up front. Are there other adversities? I really, honestly, I haven't had many. Um, I would say those would be the two examples I would give you. I've really enjoyed it. It's very challenging to be a legal nurse consultant, and I mean that in a very positive way. Yes, it is challenging. It uses lots of different aspects of your analytical thinking, business skills, communication skills. The example that you gave of having difficulty getting payment is something that many of our listeners will be able to relate to. And I remember one time when I was speaking to an attorney about a collection issue that happened early on in my business, he said, you know, you have just gotten an education on this point, and even though you might not be able to collect every dollar that you're owed, you have gotten a fabulous education in how to prevent it from happening again. So take that viewpoint and realize the benefits of having experience not getting paid and having to take legal action and fix your system. And we did. And his, his comment to you is correct. There's no better learning experience but through making a mistake. And you, rem- you definitely learn from that. I know that there are people who come to the Connecticut chapter as they do to many ALNC chapters and they are new, they are looking to get started in this field, 
What advice would you give a beginning legal nurse consultant in order to get started? I would encourage individuals entering the legal nurse consulting field or, ha or questioning whether it's right for them to join a chapter of the American Association of Legal Nurse Consultants and not only join it, but get involved, get to know your, the board of, of a chapter should be welcoming. You want a welcoming environment. They should be supportive and inclusive of the members. They sh you should look for a chapter because now nowadays there are virtual chapters as well, more as technology has allowed for that. You you want to have the opportunity to networking is very important. I also found it very helpful to attend an AALNC conference early in my career and talk to legal nurse consultants from around the country. And some of those connections are, are lasting connections. Um, I have colleagues from around the country that I communicate with. And it's been a source of uh, referrals for me as well. I would also encourage um, someone new coming into legal nurse consulting, definitely, definitely get educated. It is a very different mindset and there are rules. Uh, I'll give an example. If you're an expert witness, every, all your communications are discoverable. So you typically keep email communications to the attorneys you're working with at very cryptic. Um, I would I just think the information you find out, the terminology, helps you feel more comfortable working in the legal field. Mm -hmm. I would also recommend new legal nurse consultants have a mentor, have at least one mentor that they can um, discuss getting started as a legal nurse consultant. Yeah, I would agree with you. Of course, I'm a coach who works with legal nurse consultants in at any stage in their business. And I find that a lot of the things that I have learned from running a very successful legal nurse consulting business are helpful to people so that they don't make some of the mistakes that we all make when we are new to the profession. What do you think are the skills that are critical to being a legal nurse consultant? Because a lot of people who look at this field, who have a nursing background, may not necessarily see what's involved. I think critical skills, one you mentioned earlier was the critical thinking. You have to be able to critically think. I don't think if it, a nurse that's task-oriented and cannot see, do critical analysis would not be someone I would think would be successful as a legal nurse consultant. Um, I also think it's import, important you identify what area of legal nurse consulting you want to do. Do you want to be an expert witness or would deposition and trial and report writing which is going to get submitted to the court, be something that intimidates you. You need to know what your capabilities are. You also need to possess the requisite experience for the case work you want to do. 
You have to have the ability to analyze the case and identify with the relevant issues. You have to be able to do chronology, a timeline for the case. You have to have the ability to focus on detail with the ability to focus on the relevant details. It's garbage in, garbage out. I will tell you, that is a skill that developed in me over time. In the beginning, I thought every detail was important. Mm. And I, I think some of it was... Um, newness. Now I'm able to take a case and and in a quicker manner be able to say, okay, that has nothing to do with it. I don't need to focus on that. And find what is relevant in the case. I've had conversations with new experts who thought that they had to read every page of the medical record. And I talked about the fact that the attorney wouldn't be willing to pay for that number of hours. <clears throat> The expert really needed to focus on what was the critical portion and then work out from there. That's absolutely true. And one final question, Lorraine, before we ask how people can be in touch with you. Do you think that there are any myths that people have about legal nurse consulting? I do. I think one myth is and I see it a lot where people think they're going to decide to be a legal nurse consultant and have overnight success. And I think some of that is due in part to advertisements they may have seen for legal nurse consulting programs. Uh, any of the successful legal nurse consultants I know have expressed they have not had immediate financial success. It's not realistic. It takes time. It takes time. It takes commitment. It, and it takes fictitiveness. I wouldn't, uh, with that said, I'd say don't think you're giving up your day job right away. And I mean that a little facetiously, but you need to be able to be patient. You also, another myth is, some people approach me saying they want to give up their clinical practice and become an expert witness or legal nurse consultant. What I've found, well, especially because I do expert witness work, you need to be clinically active or you're not going to be considered as an expert witness or seen as credible on the stand because part of what happens when you, I can tell you from trial, and you know this, is the other side will try to discredit you. That's their job. And if you don't have the relevant clinical experience, it's hurting, it'll hurt the attorney's case that you're working with. So you should maintain a clinical practice. Another myth I've seen is the, the higher the cost of a course on legal nurse consulting, the better the quality. And I'd address that by saying there are very good courses coming out from community colleges that are very reasonably priced. AALNC has a course on legal nurse consulting. Until you know your, you're going to recoup, what you're going to recoup back, I would say to new legal nurse consultants, have a realistic idea of what you want to spend on a course because it's not guaranteed. Your success is not guaranteed. It's based on a lot of factors. 
And, and that point is particularly in my mind right now because I got a call from a nurse yesterday who said she had talked to an agency about having them subsidize her taking an online course and they wanted to know would she be guaranteed to get a job when she finished the course and what salary would she get? And I explained to her how it didn't work that way. That if you want to be an independent legal nurse consultant, it takes a while to build the business. And if you want to get a job working for an insurance company or a law firm, that those jobs are scarce and don't open up all that often and that there really was no way to answer that question. So I'm glad you made that point. How can our listeners find out more about you, Lorraine? They could go to my website, which is lmdlc.com, or they can feel comfortable calling me directly at 860-670-4340, and I'd be happy to speak with them. And again, the type of expert witness cases you review cover which fields? I, I primarily do adult cases, including geriatrics, mm-hmm. involving skilled nursing facility, home care, including hospice care, assisted living. Okay, great. Rehabilitation settings, mm-hmm. physical rehabilitation settings. Well, thank you, Lorraine, for spending your time on this call today. This has been Legal Nurse Podcast. Always amazing how fast a half an hour goes by. And I really appreciate your tips that you've shared about being an expert witness in what is one of the most demanding roles for legal nurse consultants and also can be one of the most rewarding. For our listeners, we'll be back again next week with another interview. And thank you for paying attention, and being part of this show. Thank you very much. Thanks for being a part of this program. Check out our online training and books at LegalNurseBusiness.com. Expand your LNC skills with our resources. Also, explore coaching with me at LNCAcademy.com to get more clients, make more money, and avoid expensive mistakes. And finally, join our continuing education program and get monthly trainings at lnccu.com. You'll get two online trainings each month designed to deepen your knowledge and skills. And look forward to having you tune into our programs again next week. Use the code LISTENED to get a 25% discount on this product. You'll put that code LISTENED in the coupon code box during checkout. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Check out Pat Iyer's resources for legal nurse consultants on LegalNurseBusiness.com. Pat coaches legal nurse consultants so they make more money, get more clients, and avoid expensive mistakes. Check out her coaching program at lncacademy.com. Please subscribe to our podcast and leave a review on iTunes. We always are interested in your ideas for new topics. Please leave a comment on legalnursepodcasts.com. Join our community and get notified of each new episode and receive the transcript of today's program. 
Complete the request form on LegalNursePodcasts.com. We appreciate you and your interest. Thank you.